Grief is a natural part of life, and we all experience it at some point. By becoming aware of our emotions in the process of grief, we can begin to accept and move through our pain. Acceptance doesn't mean that we forget or stop feeling the loss, but it allows us to come to terms with it. And finally, we can choose to honour our loved ones by celebrating their life and finding meaning in our grief. Join me as we explore these pillars of grief and how they can help us navigate the journey of grief. We will explore this journey together and you will hear from experiencers, experts and researchers. I'm Jock Brokus and this is The Pillars of Grief. You know, a friend of mine a little while ago contacted me. It's a woman that I know very well, Jill. And she is going through, she's lost her husband and she's going through uh, a lot of grief in her journey. But she's also got a friend and this friend is an older man. And she tells me that he's going to take his own life because he can't deal with it, the passing of his wife. It's very, very sad. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jock Brokus, and this is The Pillars of Grief. And when we come right back, we're actually going to talk about men in grief and what is missing and why it's so difficult for men to grieve. Or is it the fact that society is just not set up for men because of the expectations? We'll jump right into that when we come right back. God bless. Are you struggling with grief? Hi, I'm Jock Brokus, a grief researcher, author, spiritual mentor, and renowned evidential medium. Join me on the Pillars of Grief podcast. Through personal teachings and interviews with experienced researchers and educators, I will provide valuable insights and support to help you navigate your journey through grief. I will answer the questions you yearn to be answered, and I'll help you understand your journey. Listen and subscribe to the Pillars of Grief podcast today on your favorite platform and start navigating your journey through grief. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen. That was a little bit of a little bit of a hard-hitting story when you think about it. What was the outcome? What was the outcome of that? Well, I'm really sad to say that I received a message from Jill who said that it happened. And this episode is in his memory. I'm not going to give his name. Jill's going to listen to this and she she knows what he went through. And the very fact that he took his own life tells us something. And as I said, this episode is in his memory. Because of what happened, it made me want to move forward in bringing this to light. Because that man took his own life. Once he lost his wife, he felt he had nothing to live for. And so therefore, he took his own life in the end. He he may have had medical conditions, medical problems. But it made me think about it. You know, what is it about men in grief? We'll talk about my story a little bit later on as well, but maybe the reality is is that men essentially don't talk about grief. It's very difficult. In society, men are expected to be strong, to be the warriors, the hunter-gatherers, if you like. We're expected to have that stiff upper lip. You know, especially, you know, when I was in the military, in, in the army, 
you had to sort of grin and bear it. When you were running and you were running with a log on your shoulders with the team and somebody would drop off and then you would you would have to pick up their slack. But you had to get through it. You had to grit your teeth. You had to just get over it. It didn't matter how much pain that you were in. We don't, as warriors, give in to pain. We don't give in to negative feeling. We fight through the pain. And we never show our emotion. Because we are warriors. We are. We have the stiff upper lip. You can't hurt me. I'm invincible. Ladies and gentlemen, how wrong is that? How wrong is that to deal with? To, to even expect someone to be like that all the way through their life. Now, I'm not saying that, that that's wrong in the military. There, there's an aspect of discipline that we have to go through. But it kind of brings this whole idea of what's expected of men. We're expected to be the people that bear the burdens. And, and God forbid that a man should talk about his emotions. You know, when you were young, I remember even when I was young, and I, you, you get into a fight outside you know, at school, and you come back home, and, and maybe you get into a, I, I got into a fight, actually. I'll tell you a story, I got into a fight. I got into a fight outside. My neighbours were <laughs> friends that we'd fallen out with. But my dad, you go out there and, and you fight, and, and you don't come back until you win. And if you don't win, you make sure you stand up for yourself. You make sure that you give them as good as you can get. And you don't come in until you've done that. Right when I was a kid, that was already being instilled in me. And I know there's many of you that have that have had that same experience at some point, whether it's fights that you got into when you were younger, whether it was when you're on the, the football field or in sports and you hurt yourself, you get, nah, real men don't cry. Real men get up. You're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to show weakness or emotion because that is weakness. And if it happens on the football field or in the sports hall and it happens in the military, then that is the expectation that we have come to accept in life. The expectations that men have upon them, especially when it comes to grief, is that we just get over it. How many of you men out there who have lost loved ones I've been told, you know, they're all right. They're in a better place. God's got them now. And you're strong. You get over it because that's what you have to do. It's not as easy as that. It's not as easy as that when you've lost, you've put a son or a daughter in a coffin and buried them. I don't want to go into talk about loss through murders or anything like that. That would be in another episode. But the interesting thing is in all of my years as working as a medium, all my years of doing research, and even in all the communities that I've been involved with, predominantly they're top-heavy with a gender imbalance. There is more women that are in these groups and these counselling groups. And a lot of the programs to help people through grief are geared to women. Women take it, you know, it's easier for them to maybe learn, meditate and talk about their feelings and they can engage easier. 
And so in a lot of the communities, when we talk about loss, when we talk about grief, it's, you know, it's predominantly a lot of women. It's not a lot of men. Because we don't know how to grieve. But women are taught how to grieve. Like I said, a lot of the programs are made up for them. A lot of the understanding and the compassion and things that we show, we think about a, a mother's loss or, or we think about the loss that the women receive that, that they're involved with. There's a lot of things that's, that they can deal with that is set for them. In most of the communities that you see or most even prayer groups and things, there's a lot of women in them. Why is it? Why is it that men find that difficult to communicate? Why is it that men really can't go into these groups and just show their emotion? Because we're not meant to. Because that's not what society expects. Society's expectations and perceptions of the man, as I said at the beginning, is all about the strength, the fight, the stiff upper lip. But it doesn't work like that. Jill's friend ended up taking his life. I felt it with my father. As I said before in the previous episode, I've experienced a lot of loss. But when my father passed, even though I had good spiritual knowledge and, and wisdom of things, I didn't know how to grieve. And there was no real program for me. I really didn't want to talk about it. I just wrote an article recently about men in grief, which you can go on to my site, jockbrokers.com, and you can read that article. And it tells you a little bit more about my story, tells you about what I went through and how I lost my father and we fell out before he passed. He actually passed very, very quickly after we fell out. So it was worth it. And I, at worst, and I didn't grieve for months and months down the line. But that grief took me to contemplate taking my own life. How many men are out there that suffer in silence and have created a prison of suffering inside of themselves because they don't have anyone to talk to? In my many, many years of working with a medium, I've, I've worked with many men who have been grieving. And it's the same, the same thing as they, they, they don't know who to turn to. They're frightened to show their emotions because nobody expects them to be weak. If they're the head of the family and they're the head of the household, they've got to bear the brunt of everybody else's pain. And the man is forgotten. A man can lose his wife and it can turn his life upside down. The person that he loved dearly is gone. And because of expectational and societal norms, he is afraid to show his emotion, to speak his truth. How bad is that? And if you're a man out there and you're listening to this, I've been there, I hear you. I want to walk the path with you because I'm still on that path. And I walk with many men, arm in arm, shoulder to shoulder, like brothers in arms. We're brothers in grief. And whether you've lost a son or a daughter or a brother or even a friend, everybody's grief is different, but men's grief is very unique because we hold it in.
very few people will understand our grief. And a man inside of himself feels less of a man if he drops in tears because of the loss. He's not allowed to cry. He's not allowed to be angry. He's not allowed to speak to someone and open his heart. And I know men that have lost loved ones and they go to a psychotherapist, they go to a therapist and they still cannot communicate. Because a lot of the time, they go to someone who is an expert in theory, but not experience. A man needs to talk to a man. And a man needs to communicate with a man on his level that is experienced the same. There's a common thread of brothers in arms on the battlefield, and we each know each other's place. There's a saying in the military where we look after one's, each other's six. means we look after their back. But who's got your six when you're a man and you've lost a parent, a son, a daughter, a relation, a best friend, a brother in arm? You feel abandoned. I did. I felt abandoned. I felt alone. Loneliness from a man's perspective is worse because we feel so abandoned because we have no release. Sure, you can throw yourself into your work, but that's a panacea for the pain. You can throw yourself into the gym. It doesn't work. Try to work on your own forgiveness and, and your own feelings. It's very difficult. You know, when I sat on that beach and contemplating my life, nothing was going to take that away. There was nothing that I thought that could deal with my shame and my guilt for what I did to my father. And here's the interesting thing. I hadn't talked to anybody deeply. I hadn't talked to my mate Willie about it. I hadn't talked to my other mates about it. I, I, I couldn't because why? Because it felt weak. I couldn't talk to relations to people in my family. Why? Because I had fear of being judged. And here's the other aspect of it. As a man, we live in constant fear of being judged as being weak. Because we have to have that indelible warrior spirit, we can't show weakness. Inevitably, what happens? Well, what happens is, is that you go the same route as my friend's friend. I know many people who have suffered through suicide. suicide. I've dealt with their families. I've dealt with soldiers who have lost brothers in arms through suicide. If we cannot talk about our grief as men, if we are not given the permission to express our emotions and our feelings, what else is left but to drink ourselves into oblivion, to turn to drugs and try and find an easy way out? This is what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be able to understand that a man's grief is unique, no matter who he's lost. That maybe it's easier for women to speak in community. It's easier for women to get together, congregate, show affection, be compassionate with one another. It's not easy for a man. 
because that's not what's expected. So I would urge you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a man who is grieving at the moment, link up with me, link up with your friends. Let's talk about it. You can join my community. And interestingly, there's a lot of women in the community and very few men, which is my point. Where do we go to talk and get support? Call up a friend, a really close friend. Sit down with a beer and just open your heart. Just the mere fact that you can start to open your heart and be honest with yourself and your feelings, you'll help to get yourself to release that emotion so that it doesn't sit inside of you and you don't cause yourself suffering in the pain that has been created in your mind and because of you have a fear of being judged and what everybody else expects. It doesn't matter what any of these expectations is. It doesn't matter what societal expectations are. Men, we need to talk about grief. We need to express ourselves in our grief. And we need to share stories like soldiers share stories, pulling up a sandbag, swinging a light bulb, and telling the stories that make us smile. I want to hear about your stories. I want to hear about the stories of your loved ones. I want you to express the joy and tell me the stories of when they were alive. I want to see you smile when you think about them. And I want you to realize that it's okay to grieve. As men, it is okay to grieve. I never want another man to be in the position that I was many years ago. And even though I'm a medium and even though I've worked in that field for a long, long time and helped thousands of people through their grief, it doesn't get any easier when I see some other brother suffering because they can't express themselves. Because I know what they're going through. We have to drop the illusion that society holds for us. We have to get society to drop the expectations they have of us. For a man to reach out and ask for help, ask for guidance, to feel free to be able to talk about his loved one, to feel free to be able to express his feeling, his compassion, his fears, to express what's deeply in his heart that is causing him pain so he can release it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is being a warrior. That is what being a warrior is all about. We don't need to hide in the background anymore. If you've lost someone close to you that you feel guilty about, that you go to bed at night, and it's not just the fact that you wishing they were there, but wishing that you said those last words like I did. Wishing that you held them just one more time. I couldn't do it. But I have those same wishes. I'm very lucky with the work that I do that I'm able to bridge that gap. I had a friend of mine who I had to help through because he was grieving the loss of his friend, my friend. I mentioned that in my story as well, where he basically took his own life by accident. But it wasn't just me who grieved for him, but one of my other buddies grieved for him as well, and I had to help him through it, because he just couldn't understand it. Men, we find it difficult to understand the loss that we go through and what it means to us. 
So I feel your pain. I've been there. And I'm still on that journey. So why don't you join me? Why don't you come and walk that journey with me? Why don't you, you talk and let me know what hurts your heart the most? Let's watch everybody else. Let's watch each other's sex like we do in the military. Let's do it. Let's walk on that path together, arm in arm, shoulder to shoulder, brothers in arms. Guys, it is not shameful to grieve. There's a strength in our grief. And if we learn to speak about it, learn to communicate, learn to open our hearts as men, as real warriors that we are, our spirits can grow tremendously and we can serve others. It's time for us to pick up our sword and our shields and to learn to talk about our grief, to tell stories by the fire, to pull up a sandbag and swing a light bulb. Let's walk that path together. Let's walk the path of grief and be on the journey. If you've got any questions, ladies and gentlemen, reach back out to me. Guys, if you need to speak to me, reach out to me. If you want to come and be in our group, and band together, then you're welcome. This is Jock. This is the Pillars of Grief. Thank you for being with me, and thank you for listening. And ladies and gentlemen, if you know someone out there, someone who's grieving, and he's a man, and he can't talk about it, or he's quiet, he's subdued, he's not his self, then that man has gone through a battle that you can't possibly comprehend. So instead of saying that you've got power, Instead of saying that you're going to get over it, you're strong. Pull up a beer. Ask him to talk about it. Ask him not how he's doing. Ask him to tell stories of his son, of his daughter, of his wife, of his father, of his mother, or his friend, or his comrade in arm. Don't give him platitudes to show you care. Give him your ear so that you can listen to his stories. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jock. This is Pillars of Grief. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Pillars of Grief with me. If you've found this podcast helpful, please consider subscribing so that you never miss an episode. Also, leaving a review can help others find the show and receive the guidance they need on their journey through grief. I appreciate your feedback and look forward to hearing from you all. Join my free online support community for those grieving and connect with others who understand what you're going through. I offer you a spiritual blessing and hope you will join me on the next episode. Till then, open your mind and allow the power of the divine to transform your grief to spiritual realization. God bless.